G'day everyone. Uh, welcome to Bronx Nation podcast, episode one. Obviously the lighting isn't ideal at the moment, but we'll have a different recording space as of our next episode. Massive shout out to all of the followers on our Facebook page, 26,000, which it's not ours more so, it's definitely Dylan's because he's a master of the 26,000, only jumped on as an admin about two months ago, so it's all he's doing. So massive shout out to Dylan. Yeah, hopefully we can bring you guys some quality content over the next however long we decide to do the podcast for. Definitely at least this upcoming NRL season in 2023 and the pre-season as well. I'm CJ. I'll give you guys a bit about myself and we'll go into talking about Dylan as well. 27 years old and been loving the Broncos since day dot really. Born in Brizzy, raised on the sunny coast. I didn't really get a chance to get to Suncorp for a while. I actually didn't go to my first Broncos Suncorp game until 2017, believe it or not. But mate, it felt like a homecoming somewhat, which is amazing. Best game I've been to, the 06 Grand Final. I was there. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Uh, Webkey's last game, beating the Storm, who went on to create a dynasty, even though it was a bit illegally, it was still a dynasty nonetheless. Yeah, it was amazing. So that's my favourite Broncos memory of all time. Dylan, over to you, mate. Tell us a bit about yourself and tell the fans a bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm 27 years old as well, and i from the Gold Coast, Tweed Heads. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I've been following the Broncos for since about five years old. And Shit. Yeah, my favourite Broncos memory would be... Oh, Without doubt, the 06 grand final. Yeah, It's been a while since then. So. It has been a while, but yeah. at least we've been there as well. 2015, yeah. it stings. Yeah. I reckon the Broncos, and I think you believe this too, we're going to lose the game regardless because we just went to sleep in the second half in that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. You know, the footy gods were looking over the Cowboys that night. so They really were. Yeah. And at least a New South Wales team didn't win it. Well, yeah, that made it a bit more easier. <laughs> made it a bit easier, absolutely. Right, so let's get stuck into it, guys. Yeah. Um, first of all, big, big shout-out to Stubby Club because they've actually jumped on as our first you know, collaboration partner, whatever you guys want to call it. They do a range of great stuff NRL-related, whether it's Broncos or not. They make footy growlers. They make Stubby coolers. They make beer pong tables, for fuck's sake. So if you guys want to get a ripper deal, use our code BRONX, B-R-O-N-X, 10 for 10% off at checkout and you know you can't really go go better than a beer pong table really or a golf club set or a, not golf club set sorry golf bag or golf ball set there's so much that they have on offer there it's so fucking good um but into today's episode is obviously episode one 2022 season recap first of all if you'd have told me that we'd be in the, even though we didn't finish in the top four but if you'd have told me at the start of this year you know in the preseason that we'd be in the top four at some point throughout the season. I would have laughed in your face so hard. Oh, 100%. Like, fuck. Uh, yeah, nah. Like, this season, I didn't know what this season would bring. With, you know, I knew it would be all right with yeah. Adam Reynolds there, but... I knew we wouldn't get the spoon. I knew that much. Yeah. Because everyone was tipping us to get the spoon again. I sort of thought we'd just miss the eight. Yeah, which we in, did in, just in miss all the honesty. eight. Like, if you look at the pre-season post that I put up, I, I had... Um, you had a lot of teams. Didn't have Broncos in the eight, so... Nah. I'll, I wasn't wrong. No, no, that's true. That's unfortunately, but yeah. I mean, we such a successful season, regardless. Yeah, nah. Look back at this season, and yeah, it was a it was a good season. It's a season that we yeah. can, even though we didn't make the top eight at the end of the season, yeah. we can be proud of. Oh, you know, 100%. we doubled our wins it's a young in the last. Team, you know. It's a young team, and yeah. we doubled our wins in the last two years yeah. combined. Yeah, we're it, building towards something. A hundred percent. Now, yeah. do you reckon that's building towards something this season coming up, twenty twenty three, or do you reckon it's something you know that twenty twenty four maybe sort of thing? Yeah, I think twenty twenty four. Yeah, like I think it's too early to 
to have go the early crow. Yeah, I'd love to think so. <laughs> I'd, lo- but, I'd love to as well. But, um, <laughs> you know, having Reese Walsh there at the back will certainly add to our attack. And I mean, we've just brought in Jock yeah. Madden as well. Jock Madden. I don't even know what to expect about him. I haven't seen him play before. So. Well, I think you'll get a starting position in the yeah. halves easily because Terps and bloody um, Gamble are gone. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on them going? Oh, I'm a bit, yeah. Tyson Gamble's a big one. You know, I love his he, he was. You could say he was definitely a big gamble losing him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, you know, he, he, he went out there and you could just tell he was so passionate about the Broncos jersey. And, yeah. He had that mongrel yeah. in him. That, he had that mongrel. You know, he got every, he got under the player's yeah. skin. He, he's not much about him, but like if you're an opposing player, he's intimidating. So yeah, you know, he's a big loss. He is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and obviously Turpentine, Jake yeah. Turpin. He's. I hope he goes well at the Dolphins, isn't it? I think it's the Dolphins. Dolphins I may yeah. be wrong. Oh, Roosters. Roosters. Simon that's the Roosters. right. Yeah, I think he'll go well with the Roosters. Uh, Do you think he'll get a starting spot because Brandon Smith is oh, he'll at be the a Roosters backup. now? He'll yeah. be a backup. But but when will he need to be a backup? Because Brandon Smith won't be playing Origin. Uh, he might have an injury for the yeah. season. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, don't wish that. We're not wishing that on Brandon no, Smith. Not at so. all. But no, nah. they got uh, Sam Verrills there too. So no, they don't. Sam Verrills has gone to the Titans now. Oh, well. he went to the Titans <laughs> because Brandon Smith went that's to right. the Roosters. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they've they don't have they've only got two number nines, but. Well, this isn't a yeah. Roosters podcast. This no, is a Broncos, Broncos podcast. I hate so the Roosters. <laughs> no, I, th- I think we all do. Fuck them and their salary sombrero. Um, yeah. So obviously we put it to you guys on Facebook to tell us what to talk about for the first episode. A lot of you were wanting to know about, um, you know, the the um, Kevy's you know season and you know our honest opinion of Kevy and his coaching so far. Um, do you want to cover that first with yeah, your opinions? Yeah. So, um, so what was that? So what are your thoughts on Kevy as a coach so far? Removing the bias of him being a Broncos legend. So he joined in 21, is that right? Yeah. And, you know, 21, yeah, it's not a bad season. Like, we started off terrible. But oh, we did. People seem to forget that we had a, a really good finish to that year. Yeah, we did. And then, um, obviously, this year, you know, if we had Adam Reynolds come in. And, yeah, I think he's been good. Um, Do you Kevin, think Kevy's yeah. been good? No, I think Kevy Walters has been good. A few of the yeah. comments, um, just in general, not just on our post about yeah. what to talk about, have been slamming him for his selections and all that over the last years. Yeah. As in, his he he's hesitant to blood or try and blood new players rather than... Oh, granted, we got yeah. Adam Reynolds, but we needed an experienced half. But like, he's, he's hesitant to blood new players. And, you know, I don't know how that sits with me because I kind of agree with that. Like this year coming up, twenty twenty three is is honestly do or die for Kevy. Ah, the fucking things falling in, but that's all right. Um, maybe that's a sign of how twenty twenty three is gonna go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm, I hope not. But no, honestly, um, Kevy is a good coach, and he definitely did so well this year for well, us. Like, I mean, you could you could say like, yeah, you know, he he coached Queensland, in, but that's in different seven, state of origin. Seventy. I know. So, I mean, you could say we know what he's capable of, but... Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't... Yeah. If I'm being honest, and this pains me to say this, he's not the coach that will win us a premiership. He's the coach that will get us to consistent finals appearances again. You know, maybe 2023 and 2024 we'll get in the finals, but he's not the coach that will get us to a grand final. I think it's fair to say that if if we go out and, yeah, we don't even make the eight this year, then... Kevy's job's gone. Yeah, because we, we have... 
We have a side to make the top four this year. To, to finish top four. I don't know about so, top four, but definitely top six. Well, you look at last year. Yeah, we What's were the pass top... mark for you, personally, like, in your opinion for the Broncos? By the end of next season, 2023, what's the pass? Like, where, if, you know, basically, where do we need to finish for it to be a pass? And what would you consider a fail of a season? Okay, I just think we need to finish the eight. We yep. haven't... It's been 2019, I think, we made the eight yep. last and... That's been a long time. So just to make the eight this year would be good. Yep. Um, yeah, any, I agree. Anywhere outside of that is a fail. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah the pass mark is finishing in the eight, whether yeah. it's eighth by a bloody point on the ladder, yeah, or whether it's you know. Well, do you remember in 2019 we yeah. made the we made the eight by a point and we got smacked in the yeah, but we still made the eight. We still made yeah, finals. Yeah, exactly. So, so it'd just be good to make the eight. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think making the eight is is a pass mark for the Broncos and Kevy. Definitely. But. If we finish ninth, it's not a total loss. But if we finish below ninth, it's a goodbye, Kevy. Let's look at the drawing board. Um, and speaking to Kevy Walters, one question in particular on the comments about our episode today was, why did Kevy Walters re-sign Billy for two years? Like, I don't get it either. It may be a nepotism type thing, um, but he hasn't shown enough, in my opinion, to get a two-year extension, maybe a one-year extension. Yeah, no... Nah. I don't know what to think about that one. Yeah, I think it's more of a father son. That's that's what I'm that's, thinking. That's my thoughts, but you know, in all honesty, I would have held on to Jake Turpin. Yeah, um, I, we've always seen what he's capable of. I think maybe a year in Q Cup would have you know brought his confidence back up. But oh well, it, it is it is what it is. But well, we got um uh, I can't I don't know his name, but we got a we signed a Q Cup Hooker of the Year from the Sunny Coast Falcons. Yeah, we did, and um, I've heard really good things about him so that's well I mean yeah. that's that's promising absolutely given yeah. part of me Sunny Coast Falcons are in the storm system yes. so it's good to hear that we managed to snatch one off them yeah um, now talk, going a bit off topic from the Broncos to an extent but World Cup uh, Rugby League World Cup obviously men's and women's at the moment is going off like a cut snake um, you know the blowout scores this that the other we haven't had as many Broncos men as we have women at the moment at the World Cup, we've had Herbie Farnworth yes. uh, play for England, which he did unfortunately pick up an injury, but he scored a try as well. So kudos and well done to Herbie Farnworth. But the women are carving up in the oh, World Cup. Yes. Literally, like the last game that we played, so Australia against France, 92 <laughs> nil. Nine of those 17 tries came from Broncos women's players. And they play 80 minutes too. And they play 80 minutes so, in international yeah. footy. In the NRL, they only play 70 yes. to 75. So massive fucking ups to the you know the Broncos 100%. women's players. Yeah. Uh, it just goes to show what, even though we had somewhat of a bad season in the NRLW just yeah. recently, they're still in form and they will we'll be back there next season. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like... I'm I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about how well the women are doing, and it's just only signs to show you know how well we're going to go next year. Like we had, you know, we've got Ali Brigginshaw, we've got Taryn Ake, and we've got Shanae. I don't want to butcher her last name, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> we've got you know Jamie Chapman, we've got Talisha Harden, just to name a bloody few in the in the Australian Jillaroos team. Yeah, oh, I, I a few years ago I played Oztag against Taryn Aiken and. Yep. But without a doubt, like I've played against some really top players. I've played against Jamal Fogarty. I've played against some really good names, and I'd say Taryn Aiken is the hardest player I've ever played against. Wow, fuck! That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> she's she's quick. It's insane to think yeah. about that. Like, well, um, so uh, what other topics have the people commented, mate? So we got one here from John Workwell. Does yep. the club 
does the club have a good culture currently? Um, I think since getting rid of some players, uh, without naming the names, obviously they were pr- problem players over the last two or three seasons. Granted, we were only as good as our coach, and coach was only as good as the players, etc. There's also somewhat of the you know the playing group, and we got rid of a few players, and look at how our fortunes turned. So oh, I, I think the culture we've got is getting back on track. They've got the old boys coming in. Uh, they they yes. do. Since KV took over, they've brought back the Broncos old boys coming in. I can say that 100%. I know that for a fact. Willie Khan himself told me that. That they actually go for usually a week or every two weeks. They go for a barbecue with the at the Red yeah. Hill with, with the players and all that, you know, to get That's the experience, great. which is really good to hear. Oh, definitely. So I think the culture is on its way back up. Um, and with the culture getting back up means the winning will keep you know continuing I think Adam Reynolds has added a lot to that too. oh absolutely like he's the, now the leader of the club the face yeah. of the club so yeah, yeah he's and yeah. speaking of Adam Reynolds um, he's my standout player of the year him and Katoni Staggs had ripper seasons this year yeah um, you know, I don't even need to mention their stats just you know how well both of those players did who are your you know top two or top three performers oh, of the season for the Broncos that's an easy one like Oti would be in there. I probably yeah. Oh, Oti had an, an awesome. Year. He was playing He's, for his contract and he fucking got it. And I'm so glad he got to to be in that state of origin side. Yes, that one. Yeah, you know, we won again, which is that. great. Oh, that was awesome. Yep. Um, fuck New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, Adam Reynolds for me, um, and Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had a he had a good season as well. Yeah. Um. And obviously the Payne Haas debacle during the season was a definite pain yeah. in our hearts. But yeah, you only have to look at his stats. He turned up every game and oh, got yeah. the job done. So absolutely. Yeah. I was just more talking about like what are your thoughts on the contract debacles? Now it's finally sorted though. Do you think it was wrong of him to have done that throughout the season? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think it was yeah. too. Yeah. Um, like, pull, I'm, I'm sorry, Payne, but pull your head in a little bit. Like, <laughs> I mean, whether you listen to this or not, I mean, I am a big fan of yours. We all are. You are literally one of the best yeah. front rowers in, in the game, you know, and definitely for the Broncos. But, mate, I, I know you're only going off your management, this, that, the other, but there was this, that, the other, different reasons that were coming out for it, and we don't need it. Glad that it's finally sorted, and I'm sure you are, but Fuck. So he's off contract at the end of twenty twenty four. So yeah. so we've still got two more seasons of him. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. Let's hope he still has another good few seasons under his belt. Is. And fingers crossed he does because yeah, yeah less games for New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'd have to be injured to not get games for New yeah. South Wales. He's just so bloody good. Um, but we don't want him injured. So. Um, okay, we've got another one from. Yep. Uh, we got. We got so many, Brett, which is great. Brett so, Preslin, yep. when is our first home game? So the draw is apparently being released this week. Yep, I'd say round two would be our first game because our first game yep. of the of the season is against Penrith in Penrith. Yeah, eight o'clock unconfirmed. Sunday. But um, I don't looks know. Likely. Well, it, yeah. it, most likely sources like Fox Sports and all that have said yeah. you know that it's most likely it's an eight o'clock game. Friday night, and everyone obviously rags on the Broncos. Oh, they got a Friday night game. What a shock! But when you think about it, it's an eight o'clock game that's an away game for the Broncos. It's against the reigning back-to-back <laughs> champs, Penrith. Yeah. And if this is true, and it's the round one game, and our squad so far, and all that, what are your thoughts on how we're going to go? Obviously, it's we haven't seen the trials. It is early crow type vibes right now. Look, what I, are your thoughts on I how like we'll it? Go? Like, I mean, this probably means nothing, but you go yeah. back to 2015. Yeah, we're up against the reigning premiers in round one. I was at that game. We got flogged. So. Yep. 
and then we know what happened that year. We made the grand final, so I right. think it's a good. I think it's good that we face the top team in round one. Yeah, to see maybe where, where we're, we're at. at. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, because to be the best, you've got to play against and or beat the best. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Like you, I mean, to be honest, you'd want a hard draw. Yeah. Like, and I mean, you no, know. no draws are easy ones. So. I mean, Manly had a pretty easy draw. Look what fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, Manly. Um, but also speaking of Manly, um, we've got to for a second. Former coach of the Broncos, Anthony yeah. Seabod, has signed as of you know a day ago at this point. Um, for Manly as their head coach. Uh, we Obviously, we know what happened when Anthony was coach at the Broncos. I wish him the best at Manly because Manly are definitely in turmoil regardless of Anthony being there or not. Yep. So, I hope he goes well. I hope they don't go too well and win the grand final because that's our team's, That's every team's dream. Um, but I definitely hope he does well. And with Shane Flanagan there as assistant coach, I think it should only you know oh. bolster it a bit. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, you know, I... I was actually excited when yep. Anthony Seabold was coming to the Broncos. Yep. Um, and then the season that he had with the Rabbitohs, and then coming to the Broncos, I think that yeah, things are looking up, but yeah, obviously it didn't work that way. So no, that's true. And but uh, um, I think it'll go well at Manly. Like absolutely, and a lot of know. things did have to change at the Broncos. Yes. That yeah. you know, at that time, you know, the fish rots from the head down, and we had so many internal issues going on. You know, from the from the front office down. Yeah. You know, Ben I can come back in, like he came into the team, which was good to see. You know, so we've really ripped the guts out of it and over the last two seasons, and it shows, and it's really good to see. Um, but no, good luck to Anthony Seabold over at, over at Mongley because, um, you know, I fucking hate Manly. I can't stand him. Um, I don't know if it's the fans or if it's the team or if it's both, but fuck. Um, but anyway, to go and check out my other Manly episodes on Life and Sport, go over there because, you know, give us a like and share and all that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, so what other, to- what other topics have the people asked for? Uh, all right, there's a question here that we've... <laughs> yeah, no, that's all good. <laughs> there's a question here that we've pretty much already covered. Yep. Um, so I'll skip that. Um, okay, so from Brad, Brad Eldridge, injury updates. Um, well, Herbie Farnworth, I just mentioned he... I can't remember, I think it was a, a pec or a bicep or something like that. Bicep, yeah. Yeah, that he's done over in England in the World Cup for England. Um don't have too much of an insight yet. Do you have? Have you got any no. mail from anyone or no, anything about not that? At all. But I mean, it should be sweet by by round one because we've still got such a long off season to go. Yeah, well. but it's, it's also a shortened off season because there's a World Cup and early March we start the, the season. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. I, I think two. And to you three got the All Stars as well. And yeah, but he, I don't think he'll play in the All Stars because there's not a British All Stars. No, no. So, no. so I think he'll. I think he'll be right by round one, maybe round three, given the duration of what the sort of injury that it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. Like, is there any other injuries that we know of? I think there was a few. Uh, oh, Tony Staggs. Didn't he fuck himself up a bit? Yeah, so i seen a video. Like, I watched... I don't know if anyone watched the Curry Knockout. No, I, I watched a bit of it, yeah. Great, great competition. And... Um, they happened to interview him live on the sideline. He was his arm was in a sling. So, yeah. Um, hopefully he's good to go by round one. But yeah. chances aren't too bloody. Great. Chances aren't too good. So. so fingers crossed for him for a speedy yeah. recovery and that he's back in the Broncos colours yeah. soon. But also, yeah, touching on the Karoo knockout, how fucking good was it this year? Oh, the you know, Latrell Mitchell, Josh Adokar. Oh. You know, last Karoo knockout that was on was 2019, which 
Josh Adokar featured in as well because the Storm didn't make the grand final that year. No. Um, and I got the chance to chat to Josh and so many other footy stars and, you know, raw uh, rugby league indigenous, indigenous talents. And as so many players said this year, it's if I'm an NRL scout, I'm there. You know, you should be there. If you're an NRL scout, you should be at the Koori Knockout and the Murray Carnivals. Yes, yes. Like, the talent that this competition has is and unbelievable. And has produced. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like, because there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of rugby league players that are indigenous that sometimes their their only rugby league playing is either in the Curry knockout or you know their mobs knockout, you yeah. know, like the Walgett knockout or you know the Wellington knockout, and they yeah. only get footy time when it's playing knockouts. The first time I ever watched David Fafita. Yeah. Uh, which Action. one? The twin or uh, the so former Bronco? The former Bronco. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, first time I ever seen anything. He was 15 years old playing in the Murray Carnival. I yep. can't remember who it was for, but he absolutely carved up. Yeah, as a 15 year old. And like, look you, at him now. surely you'd look at him. You yeah. know, that sort of 15 year old, and you'd be yeah. like, right, there's potential. Sign him on a you know 15 year old scholarship. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's amazing to see, but they definitely need to do more to get some, oh. you know, more scouts out there. Maybe you could become a scout. Oh, and, I'd love to. Oh, mate, yep. any Broncos <laughs> representatives that want to give Dylan a, a shot at yep. being a scout or something, he'll do whatever tape course or whatever thing he has to do. But I mean, I don't know if he has to do anything. But reach out to us via emails or something. Um, yeah, it's it'd be great to see that. What other topics have we got? I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Um, Rightio, so what is your... Obviously, this is a bit of opinion now because it's our first episode. May as well give everyone our thoughts on the Broncos and whatnot. First of all, who's your favourite player of all all time? Darren Lockyer. Yeah, easy. Darren, I'm I'm not saying Wally Lewis or Alan Langer, which, granted, I understand why people love those players, but he wasn't... They weren't my generation. They weren't our generation because we're Uh, roughly the same age. You know, it's... we, We grew up with Lockie. You know, yeah, uh, Lockie's king. He was like the way the way he could turn games around and yeah. win games is just unbelievable. Exactly, yeah. and I mean, he may not have won a Dally M Player of the no. Year, but he won multiple play like Dally M medals, yeah. like Dally M uh, positions. But not just in fullback; he won fullback and five eighth, and that yeah. says that says a bloody lot. So yeah, Lockie's my favorite player of all time. Um, who would be in your starting seventeen? Broncos of all time, for, well, not of all time, sorry, of the NRL era from '98 to now. Uh, so from one to seventeen, yeah, uh, and coach, yeah. So we'd probably go. I'd probably put at fullback, Carmichael Hunt. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, wingers would be Jarrell Yayi. Okay, yep. And Israel Folau. Okay, yep. Uh, Hodges and oh, there's so many. So I'd probably yeah, Justin Hodges in the centers. With um, with who else in the center? Yeah. Jack Reed? Jack Reed was a great defender. He was. So I'll go Jack Reed. Put him put him in yeah. there for the defense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, put him in there for the defense. Uh Harbs. Obviously Lockie at number obviously six. Obviously Lockie, Lockie at six. Uh, who pairing him at seven? Um yeah, it's a tough one. I'd go uh, Shane Perry because he was the Yeah. 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 I'd go Shane Perry. He was only he only paid for us for one season. But, but the season Shane that counted. <laughs> yeah. Um Look, number eight's got to be. I'd go Ben Hunt. Like, ben, I know he, oh, Ben Hunt at number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like he did some, like really good things. He did some insane shit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Kind of wish he was still in the colours, but yeah. Anyway, um, our two props would be Payne Haas, Petro Sevenasiva. Oh no, Shane Webke. Shane Webke. Petro Sevenasiva. Pet- okay. Would you yeah. put Payne Haas in the second row? Uh. Because I reckon nah. he's got to be in the conversation on the bench, maybe. Oh. 
I'd be on the bench. Okay, yeah, on the he bench. Ha- he has to be there. Okay, yep, so, the yeah. st- so the starting props are... Um, Shane Webke, Petro. Shane Webke and Petro. Yep. Who are the second rowers? Sam Thiday. Yep. Um, and... Tunza or Brad Thorne? Brad Thorne. Yeah? Yeah. Who's locking up the team in number Corey Parker. Yeah, you got to go Parker. Yeah. Surely. Um, and now the, the bench, number 14, well, utility. We, we forgot the hooker. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sean Berrigan. Uh, Sean Berrigan. That's yeah. an easy one for me. Or would you go Sean Berrigan as the number fourteen utility? No, nine. Yeah, nine. Definitely yeah. nine. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And okay, so number fourteen utility. Who would you go? Um, oh. I'd go Casey Maguire. I mean, I would. I don't know about you, yeah. but I'd go Casey. Yeah, Casey Maguire. Um, there's a lot of names. There's, there's there. so Just many names out of the top of your head. So, yeah. Yeah. Casey Maguire. Yep. Yep. For me. Fifteen. Uh, well, Payne Haas, uh, Tony Carroll as number sixteen. Yeah, yeah and see, I'd replace um, Payne with Ben Hannon. Ben Hannon. I'd yes. go Polar Bear and then Haas and then um, Carroll. And number fourteen for me would be Casey, but that's a different one to yours. So yours is Casey Maguire, um, Payne Haas, Carroll, maybe. Yeah, and um, oh look, he had one good seat, probably two good seasons with us. I'd yep. probably. David Feeder. Yeah, he was yeah. a weapon when he was there. Like he yeah. he got to the form of being a one million dollar oh, player at the club. Yeah. So now that's fair enough. And the coach, Anthony Seibold. <laughs> Ivan Hinjak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Seibold did worse than Hinjak though. <laughs> Wayne Bennett. Yeah, of course it's got to be yeah. Wayne. Um, yeah, that's a that's a fair call. Um, obviously you've had a chance. I mean, every Broncos fan should always have done this. Watched every grand final that we've won. Yes. What one is your favourite and why? Okay, so I haven't watched every grand final that okay. we've won. Not okay. live anyway. No, 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 obviously but no, but I mean like which ones looking have you Looking back watched? at the replays, oh, look, oh, you can't go past 06 because it's the only grand final that I've watched. Yep. Because, you know, I was too young yeah, yeah. in the early days. But, yeah, um, that's it, yep. Yeah, 2006, yep. Yeah, that's it's fair. by by... By a mile. You see, my mine isn't 06. It, it is the one that I remember the most because I was at the game and all that. But 98. 98. For me, because 98 was the start of the NRL. It was the yeah. first season of the official NRL. The and Bulldogs. we fucked up the Bulldogs. Yeah. Like, mate, like, in, if you're in a, like that was the equivalent of, like, the Penrith um, Parramatta Grand Final. Like, we flogged them. Granted yeah. that most of our points came in the second half, but fuck. And, you know, Gordon Tallis got um, Clive Churchill that game. What would your favourite Grand Final try be? Of all time or Broncos? We'll go all time. Nathan Blacklock, 99. Easy. Nathan Blacklock, 1999. Split straight through the storm. Yeah. And just... Oh, mate, I get goosebumps. I'll watch that on replay all day if I could. <laughs> what about yourself? Oh, um, Pat Richards, 2005 yep. grand final. With the Benji, Benji Marshall flick. Pass. That was... Well, Pat like, Richards I, was running on memory because his yeah. foot was so injected. Yeah. yeah. And then he just infended off um, Rod Jensen, who... Was a really good defender. So, he was, and that that I, is a great. I try. just think that um, like I I watched that that I watch the highlights of that grant, that try these days. Yep. And I get I still get goosebumps. Oh, it's it's, it's, just, it's insane. Isn't Benji it? Marshall is a nineteen year old. Yeah, you know, sets the world on fire. We, you know. insanity. Um, yeah. but and and speaking of that, uh, those moments and whatnot. Obviously, there's 
tries that we can go back and watch for days. What's a grand final game-defining moment that you love? Like, obviously, without saying the 0-3 Sattler tackle, because that yeah. is one of the easiest game-defining tackles, or Dylan Edwards either for this year's... Well, maybe we should go top three, because there's so yeah, okay. many grand final moments. Okay, yeah, have, so. let's go the top, let's go in, the top in, three in no Broncos order. grand final defining moments, yeah. and top three NRL slash rugby league grand final defining moments. Okay, so... What's your top three Broncos grand final defining moments? So, number three would be... I'd probably go Shane Webke's run in the final moments of the 06 grand final, which yep. set Darren Lockie up to kick the winning the, field the goal. The field goal, yep. That was probably my third. Isn't that interesting that yep. both of the Broncos' previous grand finals had a field goal in them? Yeah. 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 It fucked by, in the 2015 yeah, one, but yeah. Well. Anyway, yeah, so the, the yeah. Shane Webke run, yep. Um, and... Number two? Number two. So it would go... I'd put Tony Carroll's try in the '98 Grand Final would be yeah, a, would be yeah. a, great, a good one. Oh well, we know what number one is. Steve Renoff. Yeah, that try down <laughs> the line for like a hundred yeah. meters. Oh, um, yeah. I think, I think that's every Broncos fan's that's a, number that's, one moment. That's a game defining yeah. try. Game. Oh, well, it, it's a yeah. It's a match sealer. It's being replayed today, like yeah, yeah. The pearl. It's amazing. Okay, pearl. and uh, and I'd agree with those three moments absolutely. And what are your three NRL Grand Final NRL in general Grand Final? Yeah, so. Moments? I can't put this in order because I had to say, but yeah. top third for me would be Ben Hunt dropping the ball for because <laughs> it, it it set us up and we knew that we would lost it and the Cowboys realised they'd won yeah. their first ever. I remember watching that game live and I I knew we lost it yep. once Caulfield scored. Yeah, yeah. Ben Hunt I, dropping the ball wasn't was just know, the icing. The game on the was cake. already lost. Yeah, uh, mate. I in was my opinion, anyway. Two. But. I went through two grand final stings in three yeah. years. Twenty fifteen as a Broncos fan and twenty eighteen as a Collingwood fan. Oh, because yeah, we were playing West Coast, heavy. we were leading, we were up by five goals, and then we lose by five points in the last minute of the fucking game. Yeah. To make it worse, we get knocked out by Cowboys. See you later. Yeah. The, um, oh. In Golden Mate. Point, Thurston's flick pass. <sighs> fucking stinger. To Morgan, that was. Uh, oh. Anyway, okay, so that's yeah. just my number three. So, what are your uh, top three? Three. So, uh, I'd go 04 Green Final, uh, Andrew Ryan's try saving tackle on Michael Crocker, yep. which. Literally saved the game. Yeah, it did. That, that was one of the yeah. closest NRL grand finals yeah. in, in ever. Oh, that was. I remember watching that as a you know a young kid and yeah, yeah. It it was it was close. Number two. Number two. So yeah, I'd probably put probably put Ben Hunt up there as yeah, well. It's, yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It but you got to yeah. You got to do it. The Cowboys would put that as their in their <laughs> top three, and obviously number one, I'm guessing, is the Sattler tackle, or is it something else? Um, yeah, I, I actually think Andrew Fafita's try in the 16 grand final. Yeah, okay, yep. They they were gone. Storm scored off Chambers, yeah. And it's very rarely that you run Storm down in a grand final. Yeah. So for Fafita to score that try, <laughs> yeah. Under the post. Okay, yeah. He well, had about four blokes on top of him. He did, I yeah. I still don't know, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't know how he got the board Probably out, the so. peptides. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. No, I would... Okay, yeah. I'd put that as number two for myself, and number one would be Sattler's yeah. tackle because the 03 grand final is the first grand final I remember watching and understand... Like, at that point, yeah, I was eight here. years old, understanding the sport, and, like, I remember watching it clear as day. Obviously, you can watch replays on YouTube, and it's... Yeah. Oh, so that's the, that's our top three grand final moments and our top three Broncos grand final moments. Yeah. What's your favourite moment 
of meeting any former or current Broncos player as a kid or as an adult? Oh, so yeah, I idolised Darren Lockyer from a very young age and yep. I got to meet him once. I've met him a few times. No, yeah. no, not too long, not hours or anything, but and, a few minutes. Lovely guy. And this was after a Broncos-Rabbitohs game. And was it the one when bloody Tony Dallas-Harris got knocked out? No, no? this was, um, I think it was a year year after, no, 2016 it was. Oh, okay, yep. It was the game where, um, I don't know if you remember, Aaron Gray knocked himself out on the post. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that game, and I remember about, we had to wait two hours after the game outside the stadium. And yeah, Darren Locker walked out and I got a photo with him and that was... Yeah. That was a great moment. <laughs> it was a great moment, yeah. Very nice. Yep. Um, mine would be... Because well, I've had the chance to interview a lot of former Broncos players on my other podcast. I'm not making that as a plug, I'm just saying in general. And honestly, it would have to have been interviewing Darius Boyd. Darius Boyd? Yeah, yeah like right. I've met a lot of former players, you know, at games and all that sort of stuff. But being able to talk to Darius Boyd was on my bucket list when I started my other podcast years ago. Just because he went through such a fucking tough time in the NL. Granted, he had a lot of success, you know. The dynasty with the Queensland Origin team. Uh, bloody, you know, two grand final yeah. wins. Australia, this, that, the other. But, you know, he took a whole season off for mental health and all that sort of thing. And everyone's calling him, you know, Darius Bennett and all that sort of <laughs> shit. Yeah. And, like, it was really interesting to talk to him as a person, not just as a former player. So definitely that would be my favourite moment yes. of an interaction with a former or current Broncos player. Yeah. Now, obviously early crow time. Uh, where do you see the Broncos finishing realistically? We obviously know optimistically is first and winning the grand final. But what's, what? where do you realistically, given our squad right now, where do you see us, the Broncos finishing? Yeah, so you look, I mean, you, you look at this season. Yep. Yeah, the first few weeks it was you know, a bit up and down, but then we come good. Won about seven or seven in a row, I think. Yeah, we did. So we know what the side's capable of. Yep. We got Reese Walsh now at the back. At the, at the back. At the big brew. The back brew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got Reese Walsh out the back. Absolutely. And we got Jesse Arthur's returning as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you go based on this year, it's top four. Yeah, surely you yeah. would. Like. Realis- yeah. Realistically, not optimistically, yeah, top four if we're going based yeah. off this year with the signings and players that are either coming back and or signed for the club. Yeah. But then you got injuries, suspensions. Of course. And oh, state of origin. Yeah, and, and you can't so, predict um, you no. know, any of that. And a new club in the NRL as well, being the Dolphins. Yeah. So I definitely think we're not going to get the spoon. And I think um, with a club getting a buy everybody round um, and the Dragons of all fucking teams getting the automatic two points to start off with, yeah. Well, let's say the last time every team got a buy um, each round in the season, we won the comp. So. We did. <laughs> we did. That is very true. So yep. maybe that's another another foreshadowing. Um, so that about wraps up episode one of the Bronx Nation podcast. Um, cheers for joining me. Um, I don't know why I'm saying joining me. We're going to be on this show every week anyway. Um, we may have a bit of sporadicness over the off-season because there won't be too much to talk about every week. So we'll maybe make it a fortnightly thing during the off-season, but then we'll definitely do it weekly when once the NRL yeah, season definitely. kicks off into, into high gear. Um, good luck to the Dolphins as well. They are definitely a, a welcome team in the NRL, um, yeah. but we definitely don't want them to win the grand final because, you know. Where, where do you think they'll finish? Um, a lot of people obviously put them on the spoon. I think they're going to shock a lot of people and finish bet- between 9th and 11th. Well, what I, do you think? I think you got Wayne Bennett there. Yeah. He, he You've knows, got some former players he knows how to prepare a side. Well. I actually think they'll make the 8. 
You reckon they'll make the I, eight? Re- I reckon they might just seventh or eighth, yeah, sort of thing. But yeah, so well, yeah, I, I can't put in a wooden spoon. Oh, there's a lot of people that are yeah. putting them on the spoon no. or like sixteenth or fifteenth. I'm like, you can't do it's that. It's not a bad side that they have. It's, it's a fucking it's great a, side. So many people yeah. have been ragging on the uh, Dolphins not yeah. getting a marquee signing. They don't need a marquee signing. They've got over no. three thousand NRL games of experience in exactly. the squad that they've signed. And I don't know if anyone has been watching the Q Cup, but Valence Tafare is a fucking weapon. Yeah. He's come over from Rugby Union this year, played, you know, the uh, Q Cup season, never played in rugby league in his life until this year, picked yeah. up bloody 12 plus tries in the Q Cup. Dude's a machine, keep an eye out for him. He is bigger and stronger than Katoni Staggs. Yeah, and he's right. a centre. So yeah. I think Staggs on him will be a great contest <laughs> when the Broncos play the Dolphins, which hopefully it'll be at either Suncorp or at um, Morton Daly. Well, someone commented on the. Comments here. Yeah, yep. Hasn't been officially confirmed, but looks to be Dolphins in round two. Yep. And the date would be early March, but not confirmed. So. Well, I mean... How I'll, good would that be? Round th- two, Dolphins. Broncos, Dolphins. At but Court. also, how good is it that yeah. Suncorp will have a footy game every NRL round? Because when the Broncos aren't yeah. there, the Dolphins will be. Yeah. Like, and granted, the Dolphins will have their games at, you know, Morton Daily, but during those rounds, the Broncos will be at Suncorp. Yes. So there'll be a 26 or what, however many rounds we're going to have. Well, we got um 27 mid- in the Midway through the season, we're... Moving our games to maybe the Gabba, yeah. Is the soccer is it soccer world? Cup? Yeah, soccer world cup. But so that's still yeah, like, still in Brisbane. So yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. We'll still have Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I can't wait for this 2023 season to kick off. So anyway, fucking as their song goes, let's go Broncos. Yeah.